Hi, welcome to Sodna Radio. I'm super ill. So my voice is probably the sexiest it's ever been. I'm going to give a shout out to Battlebards. Hey, Battlebards. They're super sexy and super useful for your D&D game. Battlebards.com In this episode, we play Exuvier by Sean Smith. Exuvier will be kickstarting soon. Exuvier is a noir horror set in the city of your choosing. Designed to be played in one night, and with a pacing mechanic based on the card game Osmosis Solitaire. We're going to start with a bit of character creation, but most of the rules discussion has been cut out. We're playing with beta rules, and so the finished products might be very different, but still super sexy. We're probably getting a lot of the rules wrong, and probably some of the setting as well, because these people are idiots. But a lot of things might change in the Kickstarter. When it goes live, I'll add the link to the show notes. The sexy, sexy show notes. This episode, as voted for by the Sword Nutters on Twitter, is... Nothing but noir. Enjoy. Welcome to Zona Radio. We are playing Exuvii. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave is dying. We're not yet, are we? We're not. No. Really. <laughs> uh, we've been trying to, Paul's been trying time. to get us to play for the last time, half an hour. Every time. <laughs> every time Paul does one of those pauses. Of <laughs> it just makes it impossible not to oh, laugh. Damn it. All right, I won't you just pause. ignored me, it wouldn't be just funny. Ne- never stop talking. <laughs> I can do that. So, uh, we're playing Exuvii, which Going is a game. To die here now. Which we will never play. Uh, and it, uh, this is a game by Sean Smith that will be kickstarting sometime in March, and hopefully this will be out just before then or during the Kickstarter. We are playing as four noir type, investigatory type. People who are probably not those things at all. Because I'm, 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 I'm a French car mechanic, so sorry. Fair enough. <laughs> I was very nearly a cat herder. I was going to say, were you were, were you once the military governor of, of a small North African province? Twenty seconds to introduce this thing. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, nope. I actually made a film noir reference. Okay, that no one got. <sighs> so this is uh, a noir investigation type horror with a, a an insecty sort of twist. The idea is this is supposed to be a one-shot played out in about four hours, three to four <laughs> hours, with shared narrative. There are no real details that are given, although it, um, the beta rules that I have have some prompts in there to sort of keep it kind of on track towards something. We're going to be pulling from uh, a deck of cards to determine success or failure, but regardless of that, you're going to collect cards and you're going to play cards into what's called a conspiracy not following the investigation means you pull from a general pile of cards. Following the investigation means you pull from special piles of cards called the Exuviae. So your characters have various skills. The basically a questionnaire that says, what is it that you find easy to do that other people find hard? If you can crowbar your skill in, if you can sort of find a way that it is relevant in some way, then basically you will adjust the difficulty level of the things you're doing. Difficulty levels are simple, tricky, or challenging. That is it. Um, so if you are doing something that is tricky for an untrained person to do, but you are trained, it's probably simple. Make sense? If you're good at something, you're good at something. Yeah, an ace is your crit, uh, and a face card represents an interruption, which means that things are going to go badly wrong. We've reached, uh, we don't quite reach a dead end, but we have an interruption. Bad things happen, and you decide what happens. But there are also shades of grey in this. So you get successes, success with a complication, success with an oversight, and a catastrophe. Okay? My character has no applicable skills for this game. I'm not surprised. Do you want to hear my character's skills? Okay, let's, let's do this. In fact, no, let's, let's go around the table. Let's introduce our characters. Okay. So, 
Hi, I'm Biddy, and tonight I am playing Marcus Bidford, who is a ex-secret um, service um, interrogator slash psychoanalyst slash um, psychologist. Hi, I'm Adam. <laughs> I'm playing Tweeny Hart, an indifferent librarian. <laughs> a librarian who is indifferent about things, or is indifferent <laughs> about being a librarian? You have to figure it out. It's mostly about being a librarian. His boss has leverage on him because he refuses to adopt, adopt the Dewey Decimal System and is often caught rearranging the library into alphabetical order. So why would you have leverage over that? You, um, something that you could blackmail someone for? Basically, his, his job's at risk. Oh, he see. refuses to adopt the Dewey Decimal System. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> but, the, but then, uh, okay, so you are um, of, of uh, unshakable mind, as it were. You are... Um, Stubborn asshole. Yes. <laughs> if that's better for you. <laughs> yeah, that works. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> you are... My resolve is unshakable! So you're stubborn as a jackass. We'll, we'll yes. discuss these further because I, I need to note down who has leverage over you and who, uh, because, um, who you have leverage over because then I will incorporate those into the narrative and you can incorporate them. Kate! I am playing Francis Sabatier, a French uh, car mechanic who built airplanes in the war and Beatles ate, ate my prized 1941 Buick 8 Beatles? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Dave? I'm just trying to imagine Beatles eating a car. Sorry. I'm imagining the Beatles, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John, John Lennon was... Oh, tired. <laughs> well, Beatles so don't actually eat metal it's, either. I was going to say, it's all, that's, why, it's, that's why they all sound is stoned all the time. It's all that poisonous um, used car oil. It's it, Ringo it, it, it has been done. There was, it wasn't there a gentleman that, that ate entirely double-decker bus? Uh, no, there was a guy that ate a bike, though, I believe. Like a cycle. Dave, introduce your dumb character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am Samson Shovel. Uh, I am good at getting women to swoon over me for no particular reason. Middle name Ite. Huh? Middle name Ite. Samson Ite Shovel. Sailing over your head. <laughs> yes, it is. Most things will this oh, evening. I got it. Uh, I am good at hitting things. Um, getting people to tell me things they didn't want to. And, like I said, getting women to swoon over me. For no particular reason. And. Very film noir, you know. <laughs> I walk into a room and a girl falls into my arms. So, uh, Biddy, what's your, so it's Marcus Bidford. Marcus Bidford. And just to elaborate, um, the thing that I find very easy is that I can read past people's poker face and, and pick up on subtle twitches and stuff. So basically, yeah, poker faces don't work on me. Cool. Um, anything else? You just have a couple of things that you find. Nothing but noir. Uh, also, very easy <laughs> yeah, at like um, um, keeping my mind in regimented order and control control of one's own mind and thoughts and stuff like that. And one more um, is an accomplished um, swordsman. Studied with Hutton. Um, <laughs> I thought you said Patton. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Who? So, who has leverage over you? I think uh, Her Majesty's Secret Service. Has, oh, is this in um, England? It could be. It could be anywhere you like. The Secret Service has branches everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yes, Her dun, Majesty's dun, Secret dun, Service has leverage over me. For the door kicks it, door flies in all of a yeah. sudden. Armed police raid in. You know, microphones are all knocked off. Honestly, that still's not my. I have signed so <laughs> many various secret. Uh, uh, national secret kind of like forms and letters and stuff that I'm not even sure I'm allowed to tell people my own name. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And uh, who do you have leverage over? Uh, um, I do not know. I was going to crowdsource this one. I think. Okay. Let's let's. Who who does he have dirt on? The queen. A little bit too much. Not probably not going to show up in this adventure. The but it would be prince. amazing. <laughs> the duke well, of actually, Marmoset. At this point, it would be the king, wouldn't it? It's, it's well, whatever it's, you want it to be. Yeah. Miscellaneous country reality. land. Noir. The facts of, of the case, I would say don't try and necessarily... You have leverage over one of the Kennedy's daughters. I don't know who any of the Kennedy daughters are, so that might Neither be hard to role play. <laughs> but it, might, it was amusing. Kennedy's had daughters, and they were powerful. The facts True. of the case, the facts of the world around you are things for you to pull out to support you as you tell the story. So don't box yourselves in too much. Not very good at pulling out. What the date is, when the time is, and ultra-realistic and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Um, so, for example, like the, the geography of your city is a case of um, 
the successes that you have. If you need to get to the docks, for example, because there mm. will be docks, there must be um, a port somewhere around water is important. Um, that uh, that if if uh, you pull a success, they're not very far away. If you need to get to them really fast, and if you have a failure, they're ages away. That that sort of stuff. Okay, I have leverage over a uh, one of the cabinet members of the cabinet um, because during the war he was a double agent however I know that he was actually a triple agent and was just basically playing both sides against each other to survive the war okay and his name will be Lars Prescott Mm. Uh, your secret service uh, handler slash contact who is going to blackmail you is who Uh, Professor Macmillan okay Professor Roxanne Macmillan Roxanne. Roxanne. A lady. There are ladies in the 40s. I'm a car mechanic. <coughs> Professor Roxanne McMillan. Okay. Um, Dave. Samson Shovel. What are your your, your three uh, skills that you find easy that other people find hard? You've already asked me that if you've forgotten already. I have. Okay. <laughs> Hitting things? Um, making woman swoon over me through no particular effort in any way whatsoever. And um, this could be problematic storytelling. <laughs> awkward questions that make no sense, but yet people give me the information that I need. The big sleep. Uh, <laughs> am I going to faint every time I see spurious you? logic? Spurious, spurious logic and interrogate spurious interrogation logic. <laughs> spurious logic is is an actual skill in the game um, Paranoia. All okay. you have to do is wear glasses, and you're immune. Who has who has leverage over you? The five women dotted across the city who I've had children with. Ah, so it's one person. One I person know, who's going to turn up a new way. So, uh, so the, the person who Your knows about wife. that... The person who knows about that is... No, it's going to be something different. It's going to be... The father of those children. I'm not the father. Who cares? She had twins, but you were fathers. only the father of one of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's say the police chief. The police chief. The police city. chief. Yeah. Uh, so, he knows why I got drummed out of the force. Technically possible. It is technically medically Despite the fact possible. it was hushed, hushed, yeah. hushed up so I could carry and on my career as a private eye. His name is Slim Dundee. Or is that too shady? It does sound like a varietal of skunk. Okay. Uh, Dale Foreman. Denzel Abbott. Dan Law. Dan Law. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Dan Law. <laughs> okay. And who do you have leverage over? I'm going to say, just suggest his secretary. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's just make it all secretaries everywhere in all time. <laughs> okay. Uh, or if I don't yet, I can in 15 minutes. Uh, him or her? <clears throat> what? The secretary. Her. It's noir, it's got to be her. It's the 40s. Okay. It's the 40s. That's a lady. And it's me. Having said that. Is that who you have leverage <laughs> over? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Lola Frost. Oh, yes. I like that name. Platinum blonde. Her name was Lola. She was a secretary. I can't hear that. I can't hear that without thinking. His name was Jesus. He was a showgirl, and I have no idea where that's from. And it pisses me off. And it's a little mind worm. I don't know, but now we're going to make t-shirts with that on it. No. Kate. (laughs) Francis Sabatier. Francis Sabatier. uh, What do you find easy that other people find hard? Uh, Sabatier. Jimmying locks. Mm -hmm. Driving stick shift. No one in America can. Yeah, it's an anti-theft it's device. The f- yeah. It's the forties. They're all stick shifts. Oh shit! <laughs> Actually, this I'm is better this, than everyone else. This is it. our world in the forties. They're all automatics. There you go. <laughs> oh, so they're it? all automatics, and e-cigarettes are a thing. But, uh, but yeah, so it's so like they're any car like, you steal, though, is e-cigar. Gonna be a stick. <laughs> they're just the size yeah. of a briefcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, <clears> you wear them like a bag. Okay, <laughs> it's like and a portable seizure bag. Noticing things that are slightly out of place. Okay, uh, keen eye. And you are a woman. Yes. Uh, anything that involves Old a uterus will give you a bonus on. Yay! <laughs> if you can cunt the bad guys to death. <laughs> I am going to try. <laughs> Did he just say what I think he said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's like his least favourite word in the whole world. He still said it. <laughs> There's no other word for what that is. Is hitting someone with your groin is either a dicking or a cunting. Vagina-ing. Doesn't work, does it? Fannying about. Snooching? Mm. Yeah. A fannying is taken. Yeah. Pussy smacking. Eliza Schlesinger calls it a snooch. <laughs> Give him a flap. 
Okay, and who has... I've been snooched to death! <laughs> God damn it, who has leverage over you? Uh, the manager of the Douglas Airplane Factory knows that I'm a lesbian, and he is called Don Simmons. See, that's why you're immune, immune to me. Don Simmons. <laughs> and who do you have... <laughs> Leverage over. Uh, well, it was going to be the town librarian, but then I don't get to the town. <laughs> that's if you've got leverage over him. That's you know great. what? That, that'd I, be, I, I that'd know be that fine because it's better than it's better than getting possibly getting fired for putting books in alphabetical order. I know that they're a convicted arsonist. Oh, oh. <gasps> it's canon. I love it. In, in most of the situations, I would applaud that. But don't you fucking burn books, you bastard! No, no, no. Wouldn't burn books. Oh, good. Just other things Just, like churches yeah, and, and orphanages. And schools and children. Apparently, I'm a, apparently I am also a child-hating arsonist. Okay, Adam, your character's <laughs> name is struck dumb. Uh, Tweeny Heart. <laughs> Tweeny Heart. What are you good at that other people find hard? <laughs> right. So burning things, obviously. Oh well, yeah. Okay. So lighting fires. Um. Oh yeah. Actually, I can very much make a fire out of bloody near anything in actual life. So. <laughs> Yeah, so good at lighting so fires in, in any lighter fluid. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. pouring rain, and I got a bonfire going. It's a bit specific, so I'm I'm sort of like distilling these down. So so that one is fire. Yeah, okay. Um, see, what I actually had down was um, has always been able to drain a watch of power very quickly, so it only uses mechanical watches rather than battery operated. I don't know how that'd be applicable. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Um, because because of this, he's Technical he's good at naturally agree. waking up at any time he mentally specifies. Could be possibly useful. Sense of timing, maybe. What game um, did you think we were playing? I, I don't know. Actually, an exquisite <laughs> sense of time could actually be quite useful yeah, quite they, for a lot like, of things. Like a really good internal clock. Yeah. Really specific, though. But how about um, how about it? I like the idea of like just like a, like a techno klutz type thing. Is you make techno klutz and maybe eidetic memory. But how about? Um, like someone, who, someone who's like fails upwards all the time, like um, <laughs> like like a mezo klutz, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh shit, broke this. Oh fuck, it killed that guy. Excellent. Cool. So it's it's sort of turning disaster somehow. So you're lucky. Yeah. Okay. You're you're sort of you're lucky white suit lucky. Yeah. Okay. And this one, I suppose, could possibly come under like photographic memory. It's basically I just put down can draw a map of the world from memory. That was the only one that I thought might actually be slightly useful. Memory, excellent. Okay, well, tell you what, uh, for your your sort of your 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 luck, you have to describe your luck working for you in certain situations. That is kind of just dumb luck. So it it can't be sort of directed. You can't be actively trying, or whatever it is you're trying doesn't work. But your dumb luck carries you through. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, who has leverage over you? The, Apart from her as well. The mechanic. Oh, okay. I wasn't, pl- I wasn't pretending to play the piano. <laughs> um, so that that would be my uh, boss at the library then. Did not come up with a name. Boss, uh, let's, as a male or female, uh, actually, uh, draw a card. If it's red, it's female. If it's black, it's male. Red. Red, female. Let's go for Kitty Gun. Okay. Oh, I like that name. Yeah. I think the Bond cards are inspiring. <laughs> 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 What was that? The, the, the guy has leverage over you? Lars, something or other. It's like, he's a baddie. Yep. And the he person. German name. The person you have leverage over. Uh, the person I have leverage over is the local baker. Because um, I know she's been using sugar free sweeteners in her recipes. <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> and smuggling <laughs> guns. I was everything. And <laughs> smuggling guns. You care more about the sugar in the bakery. And it's a she. <laughs> so this is going to be <laughs> Candy Price. Yes. Women in this town are surprisingly <laughs> upwardly mobile. Like oh, we, I, we have a car mechanic and uh, baker and but still totally other like you know yeah. it's your galore esque names. Damn world! And I think we are going to have to record this over two sessions. Yeah, it's so. not going to work. Is it? Uh, let's <laughs> no. let's put another what couple of you off? facts in the. We'll take pictures once we're done. But I we'll, I, um, I really liked that you tried. Yeah. <laughs> So let's let's put this up to the uh, the actual number. So we took two away, and then it's uh, I thought you one, took four away. Two. Yeah, you did. Three, four. Yeah. Well, that's all of them. So what's what's four fours? You're, you're asking me to do that. Uh, that's not going to happen. Uh, so one, two, three, four. Four fours. Oh no! So you're only 30, supposed to have sixteen. 30, 
Two. What, 4-4 no, no. is 16? Yeah. So you're only supposed to have 16. Why do we think of 20? Why did I think of 20? That's 5 16. You make 5. 16. There are okay. 4 players and you. 972. Okay. So we're, so we're going to have 16. Mental math. Until, listen at this table in which case. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, now tell me about the world that you're in. Um, tell me... Um, Biddy, what drew Marcus Bidford into the world of the conspiracy here? What what did you find that told you there was something going on? Um, I interrogated a lot of uh, Nazis during the war. I'm just uh, going to stop just for a second. Just like if you want to institute any sort of plot element whatsoever <laughs> at this point, it's fine. So your thing about aliens and stuff like that is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely fine because it's not necessarily oh, it, the, the, it, the world is kind of like everyone goes about their business just normal everyday whatever people don't mm. believe in aliens they don't believe in uh, weird bug things they don't believe in the paranormal but if you have experience of the paranormal or other things then that's fine that may or may not be real it may or may not be official it may not it may or may not exist you might may or may not want to draw it into the story but it's for your stories it's fine in that case then i was brought in um as part of a team that were to interrogate little green men uh, and as a result of this process i went a little bit crazy and had to be committed for a while why were you picking on the dutch <laughs> what <laughs> because the dutch are evil why are the Dutch little green men? <laughs> I just thought it would Do you have any Snickers. listeners in? I thought it would elicit Snickers. Oh, and it did. Holland. <laughs> Holland is where du- uh, Dutchland. That's no. Germany, surely. Yes. I, thought, I thought, wasn't Dutch and Holland and stuff like that Sorry. more associated with orange as a colour? Yes. Yeah. So wouldn't they be orange? No, that's the Netherlands. Yes, oh. That oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. So little green men would be the Irish. Irish. Then. Yeah. Some Irishmen. Yeah. You see the listenership. We'll just be left with Stop the Stop torturing me! So yes, this no is one else. of the reasons why I have signed so many official secret act forms. I don't know what I can and can't say anymore. Um, as is as a result of this encounter with extraterrestrials, which also made me believe that there was a lot that our government was keeping secret. And it's extra confusing because <laughs> okay. every yeah, cover name they've ever given you starts with a B. <laughs> Why? Hang on. Like, I've never actually done any spying, so I don't stop. need cover names. It's fine. Stop. Why yes. is your character sheet useless? Because he's thrown it away. <laughs> it's not like because he's realised this is a make shit up as you go along game. Yeah, not just that, but that yeah, I had. Yeah. Well, you need to have a character. <laughs> That's fine. It's written on your piece of paper. I can get. I can get a copy later and adjust it because. <laughs> to be, to I totally did not understand this game. <laughs> it's alright. No, it's alright. My character it was made up for a completely different system, and I'm just crowbarring him in because I liked him so much. No, I never see, got see, to use him. I made my character for this game. That's the problem. Yeah. This, I just no, this is, misunderstood everything. Ironically, no, 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 this this is fine. You you can have overpowered and underpowered characters and all that sort of stuff. Um, like in the Call of Cthulhu game that you guys play, which is sort of the nearest analogy that there is, there is a guy who's like really into the occult and he's really into um, the esoteric and does lots of research and whatever. Another guy just punches things hard. Yeah. But they both make positive contributions to the story. Yeah. To, to, to be fair, I think I think Bartholomew, who, who is the super occult guy, makes some of the least contribution to the story possible. Like, I'm going to now read the book. I'm crazy for six months. Bye! Yeah, it's, I'm going to read the book. Oh, the book disintegrates in your hand. Yeah, that, that was, oh, uh, don't remind me of that. The one... Never push rolls. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, with that in mind, bear in mind I'm cutting all that fucking... <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. Do you want to pick up your character sheet again? Uh, oh. Oh. Okay, <laughs> so um, Adam, what drew your character into the conspiracy? What? What do you want to know? Yes, do I you do. Really want to know? I really do. Had his pet cat confiscated after it tried to eviscerate a burglar. Um, the burglar tried to sue him because he claimed it was uh, possessed by a demon. That is quite good. I'm really? Say, yeah. <laughs> your cat. It totally works. Um, people have always talked about it being an ugly cat. There's just there's this horrible lump and mess type of thing that just sort of like slouches around the place and doesn't seem to do much and disappears all the time. Did it stink? And so it's a cat then. When yeah, <laughs> when um, the burglar attacked, uh, he was sort of he ended up being. Uh, you came home, and the scene was that there's police outside, you know, take an, an ambulance, and they were um, there wasn't necessarily an ambulance like a. 
a, a car from the hospital come to take this guy away who's a, a gibbering wreck talking about bugs coming out of the cat bugs everywhere the cat's a demon the cat's a demon he's made of bugs and your cat never looked quite the same again right okay sure okay. we'll go with that um so no actually coming off out of that so so it's what what gives you the impetus to then investigate this coming off the fact that your cat seemed um that this guy was talking about your cat exuding bugs and seeming to have driven out this burglar, big guy. Well, this was this was why I said the whole thing of his cat was um, confiscated, basically, and he just basically goes on a massive hunt to get his cat because he really loves his buggle bear. So you're John Wick, the movie, <laughs> <laughs> but totally shit. Yes, I, I've not seen it, but yes, I'd like to have it stated for the record that I did in fact give the the beta rules to everyone. There was. A, a description of the first act of someone else's game there and there was a definite thing of there's fucking bugs <laughs> I and got it, mine has bugs in it we start with aliens and a cat <laughs> uh, okay so uh, Kate, what drew uh, Francis Sabatier into this conspiracy? a mysterious stranger sold me an engine part and it opened up and there were lots of small iridescent beetles in it. And the beetles ate my 1941 Buick A convertible. <gasps> Damn them. Yeah, that that's enough to definitely go on a rampage. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. I like that. Uh, um, Dave, what drew you into uh, Sultry Widow came into the office and gave me her sob through her black veil while she smoked. Her hand was shaking as she smoked, puffed on her cigarette. Uh, telling me how her husband had died in their back garden. Um, the autopsy report said he had drowned, but there was no standing water anywhere in the garden. And she swore um, she saw beetles running out of his mouth uh, when she found him in the garden. Excellent. This is supposed to be noir. If you're not going to take it seriously, I don't know why we're bothering. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> the first part of this conspiracy. Hey, I just pulled that out of my ass. No, no, I'm just what, amused by the fact that you're the only person who is actually trying to make this in the slightest bit noir. I, 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 want... I may have a, a slight obsession with, with Humphrey Bogart movies. Okay, mm. I want to start, we'll start with Dave who seems to have invested the most in this and we'll go around the they table. Ate my car. Uh, I want you to uh, in a kind of noir style establish this world by describing this, the opening scene of this movie imagine this is essentially this is like they live but with less of a sense of humour um, and bugs so I want you to describe the opening scene as we go in and then we'll pass it from person to person as we go in and you're going to establish the first truth of this conspiracy which is it's a we've got a diamond there and the diamonds have the aspect of Hunting. Okay. You sure they're not forever? <laughs> <laughs> That's not hilarious. <laughs> no, but the look Paul gave me. Are we also- I'm not angry, I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> are we all supposed to know each other? Yes. <laughs> You're all supposed to know each other. You're in this conspiracy and you can... You could have like little flashback in this scene to sort of say how you got together or what you think of these people around the room. It's like is the, the, the noir monologue. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I thought about the diamonds again. So you can start with describing a bit about the scene and then you can have your own little noir monologue going on. Mm. Um, and if you want to say something and engage in dialogue around the table, you can do that sort of thing. Um, but then we'll, we'll pass it around. Um, and if, if it needs to be sort of passed this way, then we'll do that. And if it's just if it just comes out of dialogue, then we'll do that. Okay? Okay. The scene opens with a wide shot of my office, a slight haze of smoke drifting across, swirling in, in circles because of the slowly creaking electric fan on the scene. I'm monologuing about my thoughts now, as I slowly dig through the drawer, looking for the letter and the notes that I took when the very attractive and unusually sexually aggressive grieving widow came to my office and asked me to investigate her husband's murder. 
At this point, I'm probably talking about how I found this case very confusing and worrying. But then I think about my secretary naked. And of course, because she has her glasses off, she's very attractive. My monologue is disturbed by my suspiciously masculine car mechanic friend. She's not suspicious. mechanic. <laughs> she's French. <laughs> They must all be like that. I don't like know why that. I picked French. I can't do a Somehow our inner monologues. We're talking to each other. <laughs> it's called meta. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I look at his strangely attractive secretary <laughs> and notice that her top shirt button is undone. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I ponder why <laughs> my secretary... And my friend have become so close recently. Neither of them has a man, so they must find solace together, frequently, loudly. <laughs> In the closet. <laughs> Just because there's soft jazz playing doesn't mean we're going porn. Okay. <laughs> I, I, br- I bring my thoughts to the master at hand away from the voluptuous breasts of the secretary <laughs> and I do not know what the matter at hand is <laughs> anyone tagging in so at all? anyone fucking anyone I'm thinking about boobs now so it's <laughs> okay so, so am I actually supposed to know these people like yes. as in friends with them or like can we can it be just meeting them uh if you can come up with a reason why you're just meeting us. Samson Shovel, thinking. you've engaged Samson Shovel to look at, look for your cat. Exactly what I was thinking. Go for it. So, okay, so. Oh, not this fuck nut again. <laughs> <laughs> I've read, read an ad in the newspaper, so I've made my way down to the office of uh, Samson Shovel, um, expecting to engage his services in helping look for my cat after this, after it uh, was taken away by these strange men in Grey. They were men in grey. Yeah, strange men in grey. Um, men in brown. Me, 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 yeah. Men in topaz. No, men in paisley. Yes. <laughs> I do like me a bit of paisley. Yeah. Can that be the episode title? Yeah. The men in the men in tweed. <laughs> tweed works. Mm. Yeah. Tweed okay. always works. Uh, so you walk into. So walk walk into the office to see. Um, Slightly dishevelled secretary and rather butched mechanic lady with um No. Yeah. I thought you No, no. <laughs> I thought you I thought you you said she was very manly. Masculine. Masculine. Oh masculine. Oh, okay. Sorry. Got a beard. Yeah. No, she's wearing mm, you know, coveralls and, and mechanic y clothes, not instead of, you know, extremely restrictive high heels and skirts. Yeah. With immaculately touched up black and white um makeup. Makeup, yeah. So she's a mime. <laughs> it's the <Hannah>. car. <laughs> there is no color in this universe. No. In this alternate universe, the entire human race is colorblind. <laughs> so, <clears throat> as you walk in. So yes, uh, I've read um, the advert in the lo- in the local newspaper for Samson Shovel, private investigator. Decided that um, after they've taken my- these men in tweed, have taken my cat. Um, he's the only person who could possibly help me get back my bugle bear. Mr. Sampson, there's a uh, tweeny heart here to see you. <laughs> God, she's so much more attractive when she doesn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> so just, just, okay, yeah, so si- sidling in through the door, so, so, um, um, Mr. Mr. Shovel, um, I-, I believe I have a case you would be interested in. Um... It, it it's uh, quite long and uh, it's been in the the newspapers and everything. You might have read it. They they've taken my cat. Well, uh, well, well I have this putz talking about his cat. <laughs> he talked to me for hours before he finally mentioned. I seem bugs. <laughs> I seem to have missed my copy of uh, Pussy Weekly. <laughs> uh, you'll no, have to no, you'll I, have to fill me in. I borrowed that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As the GM. I would very much like you to try and crowbar this somewhere towards a story we're going to tell <laughs> that is somehow all related to each other and you've got one damn plot hook, all right? <laughs> you, you do know that film noirs almost never make sense. 
<laughs> Should I just relax about this? Yes. You know? I'll just... <laughs> Just gold! Do what you fucking we've want. We've already established it's not going to be a one-session a one game. Four or five right now. <laughs> On you go. Remember this next time you're feeling bad. An hour and a half. <laughs> just, just this do. is what we do. Do what you want and I will tell you when to draw a card. Fine, okay? Yep. But um, I'll just remind you, hunting is the theme of this, of this truth that you will reach eventually. Have you told me about bugs yet? No. No. So, yes, I'm telling you about my cat, etc. Hours and hours. This almost disemboweled uh, burglar screaming about bugs coming out of my cat. This is uh, very funny because uh, I also have strange beetles ate my car. My prized car. You know my prized car. My best car. Don't know what my accent is doing now. Whatever it's doing, <laughs> doing it very quietly. <laughs> that car is a total pussy magnet. I wanted to buy it from you. Bugs, you say? Yes. Strange beetles came out of uh, a small engine part that a mysterious stranger sold me, and they ate my car. About 60 cigarettes and three bottles of bourbon, and I can probably draw some sort of connection here. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Sanderson, (laughs) you got another client. God, I wish I'd heard her talk before I hired her. (laughs) Great rack, though. It's a Marcus bite foot. There's <laughs> <laughs> just what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck hello. <laughs> I'm going to try a Scottish accent for this game, and it's already going bad. Sorry, that sounds a little Irish. All of us don't know what it is. All of Scottish Irish are in America and Braveheart well. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Scottish. Scottish. <laughs> I have Don't no- give us a movie reference. Now I just want to shout. They can never take our freedom! But they can take our balls. <laughs> <laughs> I have no in to this. I have no idea of how, how to... Uh, Offer you services. What was your thing? As, uh, I'm going to say I'm- you're not a client. You're my new part. You're my partner that I just hired. Your expertise in investigations, mm. and your the secretary has no idea who the fuck you are. Well, I, I needed someone to actually do some, you know, like investigating while like I drank work. bourbon and smoked, and pondered, and got laid. See, that's what I got. And into because private, you're not allowed for. to put half of your career on your CV. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to get a job. Fair enough. No, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm on board. Yeah. I mean, it's, just, it's, just, it's just a paper Mr. <laughs> Marcus is back. He's all muddy again. Where did you send him this time? Perfect time for a monologue about where you've been. I was down at the docks. That's a monologue. That's a Scotsman monologue. Marcus is a man of very few words. <laughs> No, I was down at the docks and I was keeping track of those um, crates coming in from Africa because they've been bringing in some very specialised dung. What does this have to do with uh, Mr. Doohickey's wife gathering evidence for a divorce? You were supposed to find him, and I quote, fucking the lady boys in the arsehole all day. <laughs> Uh, you see, that's why I went down to the docks, because I was following him, because that's where they all hang out. And you got distracted by poop. It was just so flavoursome. I couldn't resist it. it. It reminded me of home. It sort of makes sense if you're from the Westerners. That isn't racism. I understand, it's Pete. I have Black never houses. been to Scotland, and, and now I never wish to. It, it is animal done. <laughs> okay. The really terrifying thing is that I'm quite a Scottish, and yet, despite that, I still can't do a proper Scottish accent. Uh, this I have noticed. <laughs> I really love. <laughs> are you, are you okay? You look like you're having some kind of aneurysm. Accent becomes, it just becomes more slurred, which helps a lot, and it kind of goes a bit Sean Connery. <laughs> so anyway, so I went down the docks, and that lad that I was supposed to be following, he went into this warehouse, and dis- <laughs> he went into this warehouse... <laughs> 
Oh god, I am now Irish. Sorry. <laughs> Spice Scottish. No, Scottish. Scottish. Indian Scottish. <laughs> oh my god, I am now an Irish man. <laughs> Why do I ever even try doing accents? Just go, just keep doing it, keep doing it, it's great. I think that's the thing is, I think you've had so many cover IDs that you can't keep an accent straight. Because mm-hmm. yeah. even, even regular operatives, they, you know, you can't say, oh yeah, I just work at the inter, the black site down the road interrogating <laughs> aliens. You have a, you know, you've been the baker. The candlestick maker. Uh, so anyway, so we went into the warehouse and then he never came out and there was only one entrance. So I waited for a little bit, and then I went in, and it was empty. I could not spot him anywhere, and that's where I came across the uh, the sweet smell of dung. Just crates and crates and crates of the stuff. Hang on. Rewind a second. Despite that reference being totally irrelevant in the 40s, did you say dung like dung beetles? Uh, so yeah, yeah, that's what I saw. Uh, beetles again. You said something like dung for dung beetles. Yeah, it was all c- came in from Africa, and I can't think of any other reason why you'd be having a horse, a ho- elephant shit coming in from Africa. Well, perhaps it's a very high phosphate. There's currently a shortage. <laughs> <laughs> this has turned into agriculture fucking weekly. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I know about that. <laughs> I think you're. So, welcome to Gardener's Questions. <laughs> I'm on Radio. Our first question is from Susan in in Suffolk, who wants to know how can she get her petunias to grow better, Dave. Well, uh, sometimes if, if the problem is your soil is too alkaline, you can um, sacrifice a goat. <laughs> Actually, it's sheep works very well, but that's primarily for rose bushes, and you need to bury it about ten feet up there where you're going to plant the rose bush. <laughs> Never go down the rabbit hole with me. I will win. But if you just shut up, I was about to bring it round. <laughs> Welcome back, Paul. <laughs> We've missed you. <laughs> I think the thing he doesn't get, if he wasn't so demonstrative, it wouldn't be anywhere near this funny and we wouldn't do it. Okay. <laughs> Shall I just leave the room? <laughs> we probably get more done. Yeah. No, we wouldn't. Okay. Yeah, just chatting We've not done anything with the cards yet. <laughs> it's been like two hours. I'm going to say that, that uh, you you need to have a name for this guy um, that you're looking for because this is going to turn out to be probably the thing that's pulling you through. So. Alf Wasn't it, wasn't it Mr. Doohickey? How about Russell Chase? Joseph Tribbini. Joseph Tribbini. That, that's too close to Joseph Joe Tribbini. Is that fact two? Exactly. That's <laughs> <laughs> Now that we've had a big old lamp. Sorry, say Joseph what? Joseph Tribbini. Tribbini. Tribbini, Tribbini. Jim Jim Tribbini. Jim Tribbini from Sicily. With all the Beatles stuff going around. I think that's more likely. And if you'd shut up. I would have said that ten minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> he looks around the room. I have no idea where to go from here. Perhaps we should go down to the docks and have another look at these crates. Perhaps we could see something on the manifests. Regarding these dung beetles you, ref- you referenced, um, the burglar who stole my, who had my cat taken away from me didn't actually specify that they were dung beetles. Um, how about you, madam? Do you have? Can you describe the beetles you saw? They were very shiny and iridescent. I cannot do a French accent. <laughs> no, when they ate your car. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Squish. When they ate your car. <laughs> I had this problem last week trying to do a German. <clears throat> Don't make me do German, it's even worse. When they ate your car, did did they turn it into like? Uh, oh, <laughs> do you know? Do you know what? Like, just what, go with the, the bad. It's funny. The, the dreamy guy on site has an accent like this. He's yeah. It it's was like, a very strange accent. Actually, like it was just North, like that. North Edinburgh just wanders all over. I tell the you what, I'm just going to do whatever accent comes into my head, and, and then just kind of roll with it. So, so when when your car got uh, got eaten, did it kind of like? Did it get, kind of like end up being a ball and like roll away with the beetles, or or you know? 
Did they just eat a whole? What did they do with it? It just just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> just started doing Scottish. <laughs> As it, it's like a virus. It's just spreading. <laughs> you're, you're, it's all right. You're, you're from the region of France known as Scotony. I don't know. Lots if it of can Scottish spread any were France. Further. France. We're France. They were France. They were French. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, they ate my candy. Disappeared. There was nothing left. Hmm. See, I, I'm not aware of any dung beetle which is actually iridescent, or at least not shiny. We may have they're, to consider that it is not a, a typical beetle, <laughs> not if considering it that it eats Are cats. you a fucking retard? <laughs> and I can say that because it's the 40s. I apologize for my <laughs> lack of political correctness. I would never say that about an actual person. Well, this is exactly my point. This may have nothing to do with the gentleman in question, because dung beetles... Are not shiny. How I much, think, bur- how I much think bourbon have I drunk during this conversation? Not enough. <laughs> you would know, not me. <laughs> I, I think At least a bottle, and I've smoked fifteen cigarettes. The sake of that the almost story. always means I'm right. So shut the fuck up. They, they, um, they should have something to do with it. <laughs> Scooby, Scooby Gang to the docks. <laughs> 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 okay. Sorry. <coughs> you pile out of the office into the rain. Towards the car parked just down the road. So, assume Samson is driving. My uh, car was better. So you what are you talking it? about? You sold this to me. You said it would make me into a sex god. <laughs> Were you lying? I, I think that's probably the subtext. <laughs> <laughs> As you climb into the car, shaped suspiciously like a Volvo. It's a Volvo, but it's got like a Ferrari badge on the front. (laughs) So, I thought you said Volvo. He did. I did. (laughs) Volvo. It's a make make of car. Yeah, Volvo is totally worse. (laughs) It's 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 pretty boxy, but there's some nice curves to it. It it, it is my own personal brand. I make these cars. They are very good. It doesn't doesn't have a a prancing horse on the front. It has a Valkyrie. (laughs) It's 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 uh, like I'm thinking like of a hood that's it's a a large car like a Mm, like a, 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 a town car type thing, but the the front is sort of like um a beetle slash Citroen 2 CV kind of thing. There's the sort of lines going on it, but the lines kind of meet at one end and at the other. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, That's fine. Dream so it bulge out and then come back in. So it, it can be a bit temperamental. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so if, if, if you want to get if you want to get running, there's kind of like there's a, there's like a bit of a bump on the dashboard. You have to kind of like has has a slightly bulbous hood ornament. You're a slightly bulbous hood ornament. If it's a very cold morning, you got to warm it up before you drive it. Yeah, it's because uh, it's a car you built. It's, it's a Sabatier PW. Yes. And <laughs> so you, climb, you, you climb into the Sabatier PW. Loves the brushes at the car wash. Yeah. <laughs> you started it. Samson knows just the way to get the engine started. Re- reaches below the dash. Hits a button only he can find. And and yet he could never drive my car. And it starts purring. <laughs> Meow. And you set <laughs> off. You set off into the rain. I want. You drive uh, the wrong brand. Uh, Sanity to return to the, yeah. to the room. <laughs> As As <laughs> oh, I know how foolish of me. <laughs> Not until so we all cute. leave. <laughs> As you drive through the rain, <clears throat> join in traffic. Tweeny, you notice. There seems to be a car going exactly where you're going. Excuse me, Mr. Investigator. I, I I think you might know this better than I would, but... Is that thing following us? Bum, bum, bum! Check my mirrors. Great for radio. <laughs> <laughs> Words! Fuck! They're gone! Uh, sort of going to private eye mode. Something mirrors nonchalantly. Yeah. Of course, put my hat back on because you know hats make you drive better in in in, in the forties. And tilt it down forward because that that way they Um. Rules now. What do you want to do? Just Trying to verify if we're being followed. So I'm checking mirrors. I'm sort of. I'll, I'll give it to you because this, this is making like last minute. Yeah, turns start some, things. Start making some random turns. 
three right okay, turns. You're going to try to lose them. Uh, so not trying to lose them yet. Just trying to verify if I'm being followed. So not okay. Making... You take some turns. You zip back and forth, and uh, you, yeah, you sort of go change lanes. Run they a change red light. Lanes. Yep. They try. They, they they keep after you. They're Definitely very very bad followed. at actually following us. Yeah. Well, are you going to try and lose them, or are you going to try and? Uh, Maybe we should try and see who's there. Yeah. Um, it may not be a good idea if they're wearing tweed. Are they wearing tweed? That, I think, is going to be a challenge to see. So I would like you to... Uh, who's going to be who's going to be seeing if they've got tweed? Are you going to try and see if they've got tweed or, okay. or, or, or is tweeny? I'm going to say... I'm going to try and see if they are wearing tweed because I'm sat in the back with, with you. So... It's reasonable for me to be able to turn around and. Do you used to have any colleagues that were tweed? I'm going to say that that is that they're, they're following at a reasonable distance. So this is going to be well, tricky. It's the English, oh, it's the English Secret <laughs> Service. So yes, all so of everyone them. wears tweed. I was going to say the mechanics got keen eye. Okay, this is going to be tricky. Well, it's, it doesn't matter. We're not, you know, so sort of mm. going with it. It's, it's just who wants to do the thing. So uh, I'm going to say that this is tricky for you to see what the the. Uh, their suits are made of from this sort of distance and they're in cars you know big big hood big steering wheels big dashes that sort of thing so that they're quite hidden and it's raining and it's raining yeah. it's and always it's raining in this town but nothing ever seems to get clean so Manchester then <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and <coughs> the rain just Scott makes things dirtier <laughs> sorry it's the whole fucking country yeah Manchester has dirty rain it's got like sand in it and soil in it that's blown over the Atlantic it's, it's fucking nuts um, so I'd like you to, to take a pull. Uh, from and he criticizes this me is for knowing about gardening. Is it so where do I fall the... from? Uh, you um, have not yet said that you're uh, looking for something to do with the, the story threads. And as we go through and establish the story threads, so this is going to be um, done at the docks. So that one is going to be the stack for the dung at the docks. And if you're ex- examining that, if you're looking into that, of advancing that plot, that storyline, you'll pull from there. Okay, so just okay. from the stock for now. So we okay. so But the to... one thing you know is that there are no face cards in all of this stuff, and there will be no face cards in there. Okay. Now remind me what okay. face cards. Face cards give you an interruption. Right, okay. And if you have too many of them in your grip at any point, then you hit a dead end and we, sh- we shuffle everything. Okay, so pass me a stock card, please. I'm assuming this is face up. Yep. And it is a three of diamonds. Three of diamonds for a tricky gives you uh, a pretty bad failure. That is an oversight. The character has failed to take into account something critical. Either the action fails or it succeeds with a severe penalty. The player should be invited to make this decision. For example, there was somebody blocking the doorway. Either you pause and remain in the room or you escape the room but they wound you. You've missed something critical here. I spot what they're wearing, but the thing that I miss is the fact that they have now seen a clear picture of my face as I turn around to look at them. The thing that you miss is the clear look of recognition on the passenger's face. Which directly goes against my ability to read people's faces. Face reading. You failed. Is, oh, it okay. was a fail. You were, you were paying too much attention to the clothes. Okay. Too much attention to the clothes, yeah. Okay, so, but I do spot that they are in wearing tweed? Yes, it is. They're wearing yeah. tweed. Okay, so... So you've got you've got that, that's fine. Um, and that is a three of diamonds. You could, yes. this is a diamond, add that to the conspiracy and uh, establish a truth. Any truth in particular or just the fact that they're wearing tweed? The truth is that, that we are being followed by gentlemen wearing tweed, which directly <coughs> links up to... took away your cat, meaning there is a connection between them and that. So you establish that connection between you now. So you have this information, now you have this information uh, you must establish this in the narrative. I'm driving the fucking car, why are you looking at me? You're talking to him. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> the wearing tweed. I'm driving the pussy wagon. <laughs> what kind of tweed were they wearing that your guys saw? Um, it was sort of a, a grey-brown with a sort of speckly pattern. Oh, wait, that's most. <laughs> they talked for nearly 20 minutes about tweed and patterns. <laughs> I thought there were some kind of fruitcakes. 
very very uh, country but, gentlemanly, but but like posh cut. But my opinion didn't matter, as I'm just the voice that comes from the same place as the music. <laughs> 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 Mr. Shovel, Mr. Shovel, um, your your friend here says that they they are indeed wearing the same clothes as the gentleman who took my cat. Same, as the people who took your cat. Anyone wearing tweed is suspicious by definition. What do you say, Marcus? Should we ambush these fuckers? Just as you asked ask me that, we drive through a pothole and I bounce to the side, hit my head on the window, shake it a little bit, and go. Ah, oh, that's much better. Right, now, where were we, chaps? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think ambushing these fellows sounds like a jolly good idea. <laughs> Keep the accent rotating, it's brilliant. Yeah, it, it works really well with the... Uh... Uh, great, I, I, I pull down a alley that I know to be a dead end and uh, pull out a, a very tiny snub-nosed uh, 38 out of my glove compartment to get into an advan- advantageous situation to them without them no- without realizing it preparing for it you're going to have to make a roll um, a pull for driving okay day which you don't have as a skill because the person who has a driving skill well, is I'm, in the passenger seat I'm just pulling into an alley are you flying casually enough <laughs> is the thing so if, if they so it's, it's without raising I'm suspicion I'm always flying casually okay and more often than I'd like I'm flying low <laughs> okay, so you're you're pulling it into alleyway and you're getting prepared for these guys. So pull. Uh, let's say you're uh, examining an exuvier because this is something that you're looking at to investigate okay. the, the the dung at the docks. Um, dung at the docks. Are the men in tweed not going to be their own men pile? Men in tweed. Okay. Because that's how I thought where we were heading. Yeah. That thread. Men in tweed, separate from the charity children in tweed. It's a nine of clubs. So this is going to be... I think, this again, this is going to be tricky. And a nine is a success. A and it's a success. Timothy Dalton card, so that's got to be a success. Okay. One so of the better bonds. The success is for all of you, and you can describe the scene in its, in its, in its success. What happens? Uh, flashing forward 20 years, 30 years, uh, in, in a very um, uh, Starsky and Hutch move. Pull the car into an alley. Pop out with my gun at the ready. And as they follow us in, confronted by uh, me and expecting Marcus to back me up. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Right. I pull a dirk and and position myself behind some bins. Inside. Told you to get a fucking gun, you English retard. <laughs> <laughs> you literally just brought a goddamn fucking knife to a goddamn fucking knife fight. A gunfight. <laughs> Chin snakes. You're more insulted by the fact that he called you English. Mm. <laughs> well, I am English, dear chap. <laughs> what, what, are the, what are the rest of you doing for this six, uh, time I, being, anyway? I would like to pull out the uh, emergency. Uh, I'm a terrible emergency mechanic. What's board? the thing that you use to tighten bolts? Spanner? A wrench. Yeah! Tire iron. Tire iron. Tire iron. I, was, well, I would well, like my... to use the tire iron to hit people with. Can, can I just make a suggestion? I know all about Z cars. <laughs> I think it would be hilarious if instead, you know, I've got this tiny little pistol and out of somewhere no one can question where you pull off the biggest fuck off shotgun. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Look. I, I call it Bobby. <laughs> Compensate. Good Bobby. <laughs> I've never had penis envy of a woman before. <laughs> there is a first time for everything, no? <laughs> <laughs> totally bigger than mine. I must get a bigger one. Okay, Maybe so the I've internet. got a shotgun, okay. <laughs> don't, Maybe the don't, internet Don't worry, help. Paul. At, at the minute, we're averaging one car an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get through this in no time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tweeny. So, so he's, he's used to uh, having to defend himself um, against... You know, people who quite like to beat him up, so he's just got to pull out a knuckle duster. So, slip it on. So, the kid's at the library then. <laughs> yes. So, when the kid comes in going, I'm very sorry, I forgot to return the book, you've just put the knuckle duster on and just start. <laughs> no! In character for Adam, you might actually do this in real life when, if people bring books back to the library, dog. I was yes. just about, just about yeah. to say, <laughs> take the book off you. 
beat you round the head with it. You're just yeah, waiting for returns, flicking yeah. your little light. Yeah. Uh, uh, could, could you just, uh, just, uh, oh, look, o- over there, just there, something you might find quite interesting. Wait for me to turn around, knuckle dusters on, just beat the feet. <laughs> 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 just hide the sorry, body somewhere. Sorry. Yep. Okay. <coughs> burn them. <laughs> Have a wood burning stove at home. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a secret. <laughs> Does anyone like to come round to my pork roast on Friday night? <laughs> That sounds like La- something different. Okay. Like a lamb to the slaughter. Mm. For what? For what seems? <laughs> for, uh, for what seems like a interminable length of time. This game has been going. On. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I wonder what that's like. No, this all happened in like four seconds. You're all sat or stood ready in the rain as it drips off your the barrel of your gun. It seeps into the, 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 the back of your neck. Still oh. can't believe hers is bigger than mine. As you sort of stand flexing your knuckles, cracking your knuckles around the knuckle duster, gripping the dirk reflexively, just over and over again, just tightening and loosening your grip, waiting for someone to turn into the end of the alleyway. You hear the sound of the engine. Their car screeches to a halt. Uh, they look at my tiny little gun and start to put the car in reverse. Then they see the fuck-off shotgun that Francis has slowly raise their hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's what you expect them to do. What actually happens is they slowly get out of the car, adjusting their little their, uh, their overcoats, uh, just co- just slightly covering the tweed a bit more. See, Samson, I told you, tweed! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can, can, can you say that at a level in which... <laughs> We can hear. I know the dogs heard it. Jesus, we missed that. Where did I catch you, bastards? They sort of look you up and down, keep their hands visible, but they're not raising them. And they say, "Mr. Shovel." That's my name, Ms. Sabatier. Well done, <laughs> Mr. Hart. It is Mister, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Agent forty-two B. That's Dr. Agent 42B. <laughs> Thank you very much. My apologies, Dr. Agent 42B. Shouldn't you just suddenly do a double take like, what? Who? What? No. Huh? <laughs> and take it from here. What are you doing? Well, I was going to say, if this was an actual film noir movie, I'd tie them up and then beat everything I needed to know out of them because torture always works in Puerto Rican movies. So we're moving into combat. Okay, go for it. Do it. So, okay. uh, yeah. what, what do you want to do? So, so you want to just sort so of move forward, approach them to sort of you know, rough them up. Okay, I'm a man in the forties, <laughs> uh, but you're good at punching, and I think that um, just going and just um, punching someone is fairly is going to be fairly simple because they're not putting up a fight. So, but I also want useful information out. Of them. And you want useful information out of them. Okay, this is my other thingy. Okay, so we're going to make this two separate things. Two separate things. Okay, um, it should be fairly simple. So uh, make a pull from the men in tweed, Exuvii, please. Thought there were no face cards in these. You didn't remove the face cards. That is that up was, to that you. That was both of us, Christ. That and it's Roger Moore. So. Yeah. But we're going to roll with this. Okay. So this is an interruption. This is a major setback that happens because we were uh, getting so far. So you. <laughs> It's great for noir, actually. So you, uh, you, you, you go forward. They don't seem to bat an eyelid. You grab one by the shoulder and turn him round, and he, he feels sluggish almost. Um, and you try and spin him around. Uh, maybe sort of give him a, a clock with the gun, just to sort of turn him around a bit faster. And it gives under your gun. The butt of your gun kind of sinks in, <laughs> and you hear a wet sound through the rain as the clothes that you're you're holding just crumple and go limp as hundreds, thousands yeah. of insects, of beetles, rush out of every orifice, seemingly, of this thing. Thankfully, you can't see the details of what's happening here. But they glow. Yeah, I've seen enough Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> and they skitter in and- all directions, covering your shoes... You can feel them around your ankles. And his companion looks you in the eye. You look him in the eye. And his eyes push from his body. Rolled out on the backs of beetles, pushing sort of... <laughs> <laughs> with their hind legs. 
and then a torrent as a beautiful metal image of iridescent beetles stream out of the eyes nose mouth ears the head rips apart and it seems not not so much as flesh but just a sort of pinky kind of clay almost that just disintegrates and falls apart and thousands of beetles again empty and just as quickly as it happened they're gone now the only question is did I have too much bourbon or not enough What will happen to our brave detectives? Will they meet their end? Will they track down the mystery? Find out next time on Swordnut Radio. Xavier was written by Sean Smith, who kindly gave his permission for us to use the beta rules for our playthrough. All music was by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. If you want to get in touch with us, email swordnutradio at gmail.com swordnutradio at gmail.com or find us on twitter at swordnutradio stay tuned for bloopers thanks for listening okay it's close <laughs> God dang, dying. <laughs> Stupid stumpy arms. That smushed face twat is rather litigious. Um, so, did you just call Jesus a smushed face twat? <laughs> I, call, I, call, no. I called Steve Perry <laughs> a smushed face twat. Oh, you can insult people without getting sued. Can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't say, I know for a fact that. But Andrew Lloyd Webber knows Andrew the Lloyd Lever, Webber fucked a dog. That would be. That would be liable. Yeah, that's uh, He's a, He is a po-faced prick. <laughs> that's an opinion. He's the sort of person who would. <laughs> okay. That's an opinion, and he can't sue you for it. You are those two kids in the classroom. All that getting cut. So, <laughs> don't you know that you are roots? Nom 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 nom. Uh. Marcus, um, what's a dirk, by the way? A, a dirk is um, a, a dagger of bass, sort of yeah. um, nine inches to, to twelve inches long, sometimes a bit longer. Um, Usually narrow bladed, often without a cruciform hilt. I pull a dirk, a very nasty, it, it, stabby knife. It, it's it's very heavily used in the book that I'm currently reading. I'm just like, I don't know what one is. So yes, I'm going to pull a dirk. What period is the book? That I'm going to dirk you. It, it's part of the Rift War, so yeah, so it's. Fuck off, proper dirk. If anyone out there has listened to um, Nerd Poker, there is almost an entire season where one of the characters has a dirk and it is just non-stop dirk jokes all over the place. (laughs) I'm going to dirk you so hard. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put my dirk in you. (laughs) Wait till I get my dirk out. uh, I've got a raging clue. So, yeah, I'm expecting a lot of that. Expecting. <laughs> okay. So it's, actually, it's almost like a bayonet. Hmm. Well, it was stabbing. It was. It was that kind of thing. I mean, yeah. yeah a, a dirk is basically just a word for a, for a dagger. As opposed to getting a knife. in between the various bits of your armor, getting to the nice uh, squishy flesh. You, you might also have, have a, a taj, um, so small buckler um, connected to your your wrist uh, as you sort of hold. And in the the handle, you would also hold a, a dirk as well and have like um, your sword in the other hand, so you could deflect something and hook and stab and stuff like that. Tweed, tweed, tweed.